The secret ingredient? Darling, it's me. My lashes may be fake, but I definitely keep it real. I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horns. I always bring the flavor. It's not my fault you don't have any taste. In New York, there's a lot of bad apples, but I'm the baddest of the bunch. I love to laugh, but make me mad, and I'll date your dad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Icon Recaps. I'm your host, David, host of Pop Icon Radio, every Tuesday from... 8 to 9 in the morning on 90.7 WKGC. We talk pop culture. We play pop music. And today I have got a special guest with me to record the final episode of the season of Real Housewives of New York City uh, reunion recap. Um, I've got my mom, Alex. Hey, mom. Hey, sunny boy. Hey, little Al. How are you? Little Al. That's me. Yeah. Hello, mama. Oh, <laughs> I'm mama. doing good. I'm doing good. I enjoyed the um, the episode that I watched. It was really, really good. I oh, got yeah. so much stuff to say about those crazy halfers. Oh, my gosh, Mom. Yeah, so we sat down and we watched Real Housewives um, of New York City Season 14, reunion episodes 1 and 2. So, so I figured... Why not end the season with the first, like, real housewife I ever met, you? So <laughs> I figured I'd have you on and we could talk That's about That's so freaking scary on every level. <laughs> no, I thought it was funny. First of all, Mom, you are a native New Yorker. You're Brooklyn, born and raised. That's where you're from. That's where I'm from, even though I don't sound like it. You sound like it a lot more than I do. Um, and so I thought it would just be – it's kind of like kismet that – this was going on right now. Yeah, I was yes. like, then oh, absolutely. the episode also, they talked a lot about motherhood and I thought that that would be something good that me and you could talk about too, because obviously you have experience with it and I have experience with it being your son. Um, so yes, we do. <laughs> I do. So thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about this. The last episode me and you did on a podcast, we actually did another um, kind of, movie that I talked about like motherhood too we talked we watched carrie for movie date <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that that was freaking hysterical <laughs> yeah that was good i'll be putting that out here in the next couple of weeks if you guys uh haven't already gotten the chance to listen to it it's also going to be on movie date podcast is old uh stream on apple Podcasts, spotify all of that hey david hey mom david if you ever get around to watching Mommy Dearest, I want to do a review of Mommy that Dearest. movie. Mommy <laughs> yes. Oh, that's the uh, the Faye Dunaway or whatever movie where she's yes, like, no yes. more wire hangers. No more wire hangers. <laughs> well, Mom, you know Kids that. we never have wire hangers in this house. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? I don't like plastic hangers and I don't like wire hangers either. I like, like the velvet hangers, so I'll take one of those. Yeah, that's about the it. velvet ones are the best. Yeah, um, agreed. That's funny we might have to check I'm, I, I don't think i've ever watched that movie like completely oh so maybe God, i'll check it out it's a great movie you've got to watch it it's really good it's worth it, okay. it and that's real real acting going on in that movie well there's like a lot of like really memes good. that like came from that and like a lot of like iconic <laughs> moments so maybe i'll have to check it out i post it every mother's day oh. on my facebook because that yeah no more white hangers classic they're classic that's so funny um so yeah i don't know what just happened i'm not sure how much of that that recorded but there was like a power outage on my phone um so we are back here on pop icon recaps with my mom 
Alex, mom, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, thank God, because we lost you for a little bit. It got really scary <laughs> for a second. I know. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I, of course, thought it was on my end, but no, no, it was my fault this time. Sorry about that, mom. Um, but yeah, what what were we even saying whenever we wanted to? We were talking about mommy dearest and how I oh, yeah. want to do that. <laughs> we'll have to, I'm gonna have to check out. I'll check out the mommy dearest movie and we can talk about that. Um, but not yeah, today. No. Today we are talking about the Real Housewives of New York City season 14 reunion uh, episodes. 15 and 16 of the season. Um, so let's just, I guess, jump right into that. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so before the reunion starts, we get uh, all the ladies arriving, and we come to find out that apparently the night before, Uba is going off at the other ladies. She's mad at them. There's just, like, tension between everybody. Um, and I guess what's happening is Uba is watching the show for the first time and seeing all the nasty things that everybody's saying about one another, and she is not happy about it. Um, this reunion also is uncensored, which, what do you think about that? I like that. I like that. I I did. I like I, I like people just talking their shit, you know? Like like if you're gonna curse, go ahead and curse. It's okay. Well everybody watching that show, I would assume, is a grown person. Yeah. Everybody in the show is a grown person. There's no reason to have filters on that show. I'm well, sorry. I think especially for like the streaming of it afterwards, I think I think it's great that they take that off and they let you just like watch the show as it is because it really there's something about hearing them actually like curse without the bleep being involved in there. That is just, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so Andrew, introdu Andy introduces all the ladies. Um, they said they did a great job. So I don't know if you knew this mom, me and you back in the day, we've watched like real houses in New York city. You knew Bethany, you knew like Ramona, oh, um, God, yes, Sonia, yes. Luann, all of them. So what happened mm -hmm. was they had their 13th season back in 2021. Um, and after that was going on, they apparently, there was a bunch of like racial stuff that happened on the show mm -hmm. that they had to kind of like reboot the show basically. And so what they did was they got rid of the old cast and they introduced six new ladies to the fold and they moved the old cast into their own like show where they go on like a vacation together and like just have a girl's trip together um so this season was the reboot of it so it's six new ladies nobody's ever been on the show before um so we were getting to know all of them for the first time and i think that they did a pretty decent job getting to know everybody from start to finish uh we know some more than others but there was actually like a lot of drama that came out recently about all of that because uh there is a reality reckoning going on right now, mom. I don't know if you know it. It's being spearheaded <laughs> by, no, I'm being serious. It's being spearheaded by Bethany Frankel. Oh she is. Oh, yeah, I'm over her. I'm like, <laughs> shut up already. She's always got something to say. Yeah. She's actually really annoying. Um, so they put out this article in Vanity Fair yesterday um, that tackles, I guess, being what it takes to be a real housewife. And basically they put the producers on blast saying that they manipulate them. They ply them with alcohol. They allow like the fans to like treat them awful. Um, a lot of people like aren't taking it as seriously as possible or as they think it is because this is like a show that you sign up for yourself. It isn't something that yeah. you're like, forced to do. 
Like, and so anything yeah, that really. kind of happens from it happens of your own like will. So like, if you don't want to be around that, take yourself out of it. Um, so I don't know. I I kind of see like both sides of it, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So this is why this new season um, was rebooted and why we have all these new ladies and why we're learning so much about these new ladies. Cause we don't, we don't have the past 13 years to like go off of with them. So well, I do, ha- I have to say one thing what? because Bethany Frankel, you know, she's whatever, you know, I get it. She's made, she's made a boatload of money do, selling her brands, all that bullshit. Right? She sold it for $120 million to Jack Angels, I think back in like 2010. Kudos to her. I, and I'm all about it. You know what I mean? If that's what she had to do to make her money, whatever. Don't complain about it after the fact. But I have to say one thing about all of those shows, all of the um, reality TV shows, especially the ones about the housewives for some reason. I don't know why. But they always have to have like an episode where people relive or you know their trauma from this their childhood trauma and all this and it's like why do they have to cry why can't they just be real you know regular you know like well yeah that was a fucked up scene in my life but oh well you know shit happens you know what i mean like it's all about making the women cry and i noticed that a lot this episode so this one we're getting ready to review was all about who was crying what's your name Cy was absolutely fake crying <laughs> yeah she <laughs> totally was I love that too I love that you like clocked it too because whenever she started doing it in my head I was like she's fake crying right now and I've like I that's not real this isn't authentic and like literally as soon as I went through my head you said it out loud you're like she's faking it I was like yeah she is faking she, it she's not, not one tear came from that eyeball <laughs> <laughs> I, I just that's actually been like a big complaint this season of Real Housewives of New York City that this it's been like a trauma dump for everybody. Yeah. I th- I think personally I think that the best way to get you interested and to feel for somebody and on somebody's side is to feel bad for them I think and I think that that's what they're trying to do empathy. here. Yeah, so they're trying to get you to empathize with them, get you to like know like a little bit more about them i think the next season i think it's gonna be the nastier season i think that now they've seen all the things they've said about one another and they're kind of like aware of how the cameras are they've got their story out there so now i think next season is just gonna mm-hmm. be like conflicts with one another like going back and forth yeah they'll manipulate manipulate it a little more yeah to their advantage yeah I which like, i mean i already I felt that way this season <laughs> like because you have to think about it. These women who just started this show, they've had 13 years to watch this show, so they can kind of have already come into it with a personality crafted and kind of put out there whatever they want to put out there, you know? So it's like they aren't as authentic as the women were 15 years ago whenever they didn't know that being a real housewife would, like, take you out there. Because, I mean, yeah, true. back in the day, it was literally just, like, stay-at-home moms, like, that just were with mm-hmm. their kids and stuff like that. And now it's like you are – you go into this and you know you're going to become a brand. So I don't know. Like this season was very like influencer based. Um, so what do you think of the ladies? Let's ask. Let me ask you your opinion of the ladies. Let's talk about Erin. Um, first things first. She was the. Yeah, she's okay. She was the Jennifer yeah, Anderson like. She reminds me of a lot of girls I grew up with in New York. Like, you know, the. We used to call them jobs back in the day. And I know you're probably not going to like that, but it's I was going to say, Jewish I'm American. pretty sure that's like an offensive Jewish. term. 
out, Jewish American princess, and the Jewish girls love being called Gap because they're Jewish American princesses. Yeah, I mean, they who doesn't mind being called a princess? <laughs> but at the same time, like, I think I don't think that that's like okay anymore. Um, Socially acceptable. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't. Oh, maybe they do do it. I don't know. I also don't. I don't know that. I'm sure back of, in Brooklyn, they probably do. Yeah, probably. Um, so that. Yeah, that's. I feel like that definitely is Aaron. Her father is Israeli. Um, he came over mm-hmm. here when she was like, or no, they moved here before she was born. He came here when he was like five years old or something, I think. Okay. Uh, and uh, her father raised her as like a single father. Um, she to me seems like one of the more actual like New York girls. Like this season, yeah. her inside mm-hmm. of me were the only ones who kind of gave yes. New York mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Aaron reminded me of girls from New York like that. I feel like I know a couple of girls in like Rockaway that are like Aaron, like that grew up around like Bridget. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I knew a couple of those type of girls. And then like Sai, I feel like she could have grown up down the street from you. Like, I feel like she, she talks (laughs) about that. Like, (laughs) yeah, she talks about being from like Flatbush and stuff like that. And Canarsie and this and that. And like, she also, I don't think she was born in New York. I think she like moved to New York when she was like two or three. So she was from California. So, but like, I think that she grew up around the culture around there. So she's just like, she seems like more of a native New Yorker. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she's, she seems very, um, just, you know, kind of somebody that I would have grown up with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, know, she, cause she's. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say, a little rough and tumble. Like, she definitely mm-hmm. got a little bit of an edge to her. Um, yeah. And I, you know what's funny is that, like, watching the season, I kind of, like, I didn't like Sai. I kind of got irritated by Sai a lot of the times. <laughs> but then I think that a lot You're of the times. You're me. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily, like, you. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, like, some of the, like, bad things about her, like, I just don't like because I've seen them out of you. But, like. Wow. No, Sai actually really reminds me of a coworker that I have. Um, that because oh, the way that she talks about herself, like she talks about herself, she's like, "I'm broken, I'm this," but I try to put on like a happy face. Like, no. I don't think of like you like that. I don't think that you think that I don't think of I don't think that you think of yourself as broken. But I have like this coworker that I work with who says stuff like that. Like, I'm broken inside, but I hold it together and I put on a smiling face for Oh this. God. <laughs> Putting on a brave face. <sighs> but, oh no. But I I get I kind of understand it whenever they say that because they did they've had like a rough upbringing, a rough uh like life growing up. So I kind of like I got it from them. And I that's why I like and most I, people have. You know what I mean? Most yeah. people, your average Joe is going you know it's is gonna have gone through some hard. type of Yeah. Some type of struggle. I mean that's everybody that you're gonna meet is they've got like an yeah. unknown struggle that you don't know about. Um but yeah, that I don't know how we got into that because we were talking about Aaron. So but but Aaron <laughs> is I don't know. Aaron was like necessary, I think, for the show because like she is definitely like a shit stir. She definitely takes something and runs back to people and like tells them something yeah. and like likes to like stir the pot that way. So I think she was definitely mm-hmm. necessary for the reboot. I like that. Um, we could talk about Jenna Lyons maybe now. How do you? you... Oh, I hate her. <laughs> you hate Jenna Lyons. Love. I'm like, why do you hate Jenna Lyons? She literally was just because... like, like living her life. 
she is, she's just, she's like, I don't know. She just, something about her face just annoys me. You, I feel like a lot of people <laughs> think that she's like condescending and pretentious uh, because of the glasses she that she wears. Pretentious, yeah. And um, I, I think probably like the blazer with like the jeans probably like threw you off with like the no shirt under that annoys me. Yeah. Like really, put on a shirt. We don't need to do that. Well, I don't need and to especially because like the other women, I think that they were all dressed pretty. I I mean, actually no, they all weren't dressed that great. Uba looked great. Aaron looked great. Sai looked great. Everybody else was kind of like train wreck. Bryn looked like a train wreck. Jessel was the best. Side did look the best. Jessel looked like crap. Oh, Jessel had a like, brown like dress. I, did, I didn't hate her look, but I think that you did. You told me that yesterday. You were like, this is the worst Remember what I told you yesterday? Yeah, I you were said like, that shirt would, that dress would only be appropriate if she was breastfeeding because yeah. then she could whip her boob out to breastfeed her Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm I do sorry. remember that. I didn't <laughs> hate it, but you definitely hated it. Um, and then Jenna Lyons, look, I didn't love it. She was wearing, like, jeans, and it was just, like, a little bit uncomfortable. Um, it was stupid. It was just stupid, and it didn't even look good. I was like, whatever. Yeah, you definitely didn't care for Jenna Lyons. I appreciated Jenna Lyons. Um, they talk about – this is where, like, they begin, like, the whole, like, mother conversation because Jenna speaks about her mother and speaks about growing up with her mother having Asperger's and never really, like, yeah. getting – like never really like feeling affection. like that relationship, that affection, like from her mother. And that is sad. Like I think about like if I would have grown up without like you like hugging me and kissing me and like telling me how much you love me, like no. I would probably be like a much like sadder and like, yeah, just, like a different person. Distant. Yeah. Where you can't really form relationships with people because you don't know of, of true affection. Yeah. And, like that's, one. and that's always like kind of how like, especially like in my older years, how I like felt about dad is like, I kind of like gave him like a little bit more leeway because he didn't have that growing up. He didn't have somebody like you, like holding him, like telling him like everything's going to be okay. So like, you know, I gave him a little bit of leeway after that, yeah. you know, cause like your mother kind of is that person who, I mean, obviously your mother, everybody's mother raises them, but your mother is also the one who like helps you with like confidence, helps you with self-esteem, yeah. helps you like just, become like a rounded person like obviously your dad helps out but like your mom is really like that person i feel like she's the one who does sure. like the raising um so they have I know my stepmom raised me yeah grandma lee you yeah she's not your mm -hmm. biological mom she's your stepmom because you your mom also like whenever you were young your mom got hit by a car when you were six yeah. and now four or when you were four i'm sorry and yeah. that like that had to be like the most traumatizing thing in the world to you as like a little girl like having her mother like kind of taken from her like that because grandma maggie yeah, didn't die hard. but grandma maggie ended up like in a hospital after that and she wasn't able to yeah you know yeah she was a quadriplegic yeah so unfortunately you know that had to, I mean, that had to be like the hardest thing for like a little girl like you growing up. And so, like, I like thought about that whenever I thought of like Jenna Lyons, like when she was talking about her story, like she didn't have her mother. So I like thought about that with you. And I was like, gonna ask you about like how did that feel? I mean, I know you had Grandma Lee, but obviously that's like, is it different or is it like kind of the same? Well, it's different. And I'll say because Jenna Lyons, she had her mother physically there with her. She just didn't have her there emotionally. Yeah. I didn't have my mother there physically or emotionally because she had severe brain damage and so on and so forth from the car accident. But um, 
Yeah, well, I was lucky. I mean, I, you know, Grandpa married Grandma Lee when I was, I want to say six and a half. And um, she was the best mom that I ever could have wanted. I mean, seriously, when I say that I had a charm childhood with her, she was a great mom. She really was. And she's what taught me how to be a mom with you and your brother. Yeah, that's like, that was, I think, one of the questions that I had, too, is that, like, you grow up and your mother, like, teaches you how to, like, be a mother. Like, Grandma Maggie, like, Grandma Lee obviously taught you, like, to show, like, affection and, like, love to, like, me and mm-hmm. Jake. And uh, I don't know, like, that's great that she was able to do that for you. Yeah. Like, that. And I, how to cook and clean and shop and. You know, do all the things that's expected. How to like maintain a household. A yeah. So. Yeah. Make it a home. Yeah. Exactly. I had that question with you. But I guess you did kind of have that with Grandma Lee. So that makes me, that gives oh, me a I little did. bit of like reassurance, a little bit of happiness. Yeah. Me and Jake were actually talking about this <laughs> the other day. We were like, <laughs> I showed him this like funny meme of this like joint. And it's like the first like 80% it says like having a good time. And then like the last 20% it says like empathy for my mother. And it was like <laughs> it just like made you think, and especially like over the past couple of days, like watching this, it like made me think about you and like your situation growing up. And I just had like questions that I wanted to ask you, um, like, and also they talk about that here in this episode too, like about motherhood. Like, um, Bryn, I think they say she yep, is asking. I, I know you hate you hate Bryn, but like that moment. <laughs> where she was like crying and she was asking Jenna, she's like becoming a mother. Did it help kind of like heal you? Like I kind of got like choked up and emotional about that. Cause like they explained it about how Jenna explained about how becoming a mother was her like healing process, like from her journey of like growing up without that, like, because now she was able to put out all of the love and attention and like affection to somebody that like needed it, you know? And so I got, I got like emotional about that whenever they talked about that. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like motherhood is like a healing journey? Absolutely. In a way, it's not really a healing journey. Although I will say, um, having you and your brother was the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. I never would have thought having children would have been such a fulfilling experience. I mean, I always knew that kids, you know, it's nice to have babies with that and the other. <laughs> but um, I didn't realize how as we got older, it would just get better and better. And how everything comes full circle. Because that's seriously how it is. Because, you know, when you're, when you're younger and stuff, you just don't see things. And then as you get older, you just, you see a lot more things, you know, like, wow, okay, so that's why that happened, and it brought me to this part in my life. I think especially you know with I mean? you, because you were young, like, whenever you had me and Jake, you were 18 yeah. whenever you had me, and then you were 21, mm-hmm. 2021 whenever you had Jake, so, like, you were, I mean, you obviously... You didn't have everything figured out at that time, but, like, you were able to, like, get it together and, like, create a life for me and Jake that was, like, everything that we ever needed, everything we ever wanted, you know? And so it's just – it's interesting to me that you were able to do all of that from the circumstances that, like, you had. And not not just, like, from 
like the like what was going on like whenever we moved down here you and dad like divorcing or not divorcing you and dad like breaking up and like it being like just like a messy situation like having to get away from, like, <laughs> very messy <laughs> yeah but it's just like you went through like a lot to like eventually have me and point. jake yeah, yeah. That's, it's just yeah. like it is it's like kismet like fate it just i don't know there's something about it, it makes me kind of emotional thinking about it too yeah, every, everything really does happen the way it's supposed to happen. I'll, I, you know, I would start talking religion, but I know you'll get annoyed with me. But I really do feel like there's a plan for all of us. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I somewhat see what you're saying. We don't have to get into like that whole type of talk, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, I appreciated this conversation on the show because, um, I don't know. Like, I think that that is. I think it was a, a good starting point for you to kind of get to know these women. Cause it's kind of like when you're watching them, like they, before you watch the shows, it's just about flash. It's about excess money, wealth, things like that. Mm -hmm. But then you break it down and there are like real people. They've had like real situations and that's why you actually yeah. watch the show. You don't watch the show because they're like on private jets. You're watching the show because there's a person and there's a story there. And so, yeah, I um, appreciate you talking about that with me. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I guess we can, that was our little bit about Jenna Lyons. That was, mm -hmm. that was my main takeaway. She's, I guess now she's engaged to somebody, some woman. Um, so okay. congratulations to her. I can ask you now about Jessel, how you felt about Jessel. I don't know. Kind of like conflicted. Her outfit really unnerved me. I'm not even kidding. I was like, what in the hell was he thinking? I that know. Like I know you hated the thing. outfit, but what do you think about like the storyline that she went through? Because her, so her storyline this season was that her and her husband, Pavit, um, were not being like intimate with one another like over the past like, yeah. year and a half. Come on. I'm sorry. I don't care. What? I don't care who you are. If you're not having sex with your husband or your wife for two years, they're getting it somewhere else. Oh I don't care gosh. who you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't you care how so? much money you have. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I don't know. Liz, you have to understand, they had a different, like, storyline this season. They had, like, so they talked about it. Like, basically, they were trying for years to get pregnant with, like, IVF. And... Uh, or, like, before they, like, had just, like, transferred to IVF. So it was, like, they tried it, like, naturally, and then they had to do IVF, and it did IVF, like, didn't take for, like, four different rounds. So, like, I think they had, like, just trauma from that, and then I think that also, like, maybe exhaustion from before, because they were trying to, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? They were, like, trying to get pregnant. I understand. Uh, yeah. And so maybe, they probably got burnt out on yeah. each other maybe a little. And not only that, yeah, they've been together that. for 15 years. Like, I see their relationship differently like they've known each other since college they were roommates since college he's been in love with her for like years so i just i think that maybe they're more friends than anything i'm sorry i i just you know i i'm just looking at myself if two years go by with me oh my gosh um i'd be like okay yeah he's doing something oh my gosh that is wild <laughs> oh, to think about you. um oh, and he's an old man <laughs> so there you go. 
I don't know if I necessarily think that because also people have like circumstances and stuff like that to where maybe they can't be intimate as often. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I mean. So I don't know. Um, I felt bad about that. They talk basically. So her whole storyline was like the others like coming for her this season. And I felt like in the beginning of the season, I got annoyed by her like with how because she the big turning point was whenever she got like this like lingerie like dress from Jenna Lyons. Oh yeah, that was a disgusting dress. It and was Jenna gross. Lyons put her in that sloppy ass dress at a jealousy. I'm certain of it. You know what? <laughs> I like clocked that from the first couple episodes. So I was like, was she doing this on purpose? Like, be mean to her or something, yes. or like cause like controversy? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Because Jess was prettier, obviously, than yeah. Jenna Lyons. <laughs> and I think that maybe she was like, oh, we need to upgrade this one up a little bit. I wondered about that because the other girls got like cute, like short, like tight outfits, and then she got like this, like very matronly, like okay. (laughs) So yeah, what in the hell is that? I wouldn't put that on to go take the trash out. I'm sorry. Okay, good. I'm glad that you see it like that too, because that's how I. That's what I was thinking. I was like, why would she give her out of everybody like that? At least give her like the same as everybody else, even if it's not like what you're like totally into. Um, No, that was. Definite shade going on there. I'll promise you. So yeah, that's. And woman and catty. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like at the beginning of the season, I like wondered if there was like something going on with the two of them too, because they would have like a couple of moments like where they would like say things about one another. I'm like, okay, but they never like actually like got into like a fight or anything. And then I think at the end of the season, like being friends. So I think it's just like initially meeting somebody and kind of like filling them out too, like. So. Yeah, but you don't put them in an ugly outfit. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I'm sorry. I, I just didn't like Jenna at all. Yeah, she. Yeah. I'm curious to see if she's going to come back next season. It seemed like she didn't really appreciate being on the show this year. It's like anytime anybody asked her about it, like she went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. She's like, how do you like the show? She's like, uh, uh-uh. Yeah, and, and she, like, didn't, she didn't, she got PO'd because um, people were saying, yeah, I don't think she's really a good fit for the show. She was annoyed about that, but yet she has like zero personality. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she got mad that She's the other girls one. were saying that about her. That Uba like brought it up and told her about that. Um, we can talk about Uba next, actually, because she kind of made a lot of people upset at the reunion. I liked Uba initially. Uh, initially, but the uh, yeah, that was the last of the second episode. Ew. 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 She like definitely... I, You know what I think she has going on? What? And I, I could say this because I'm a woman. She has pretty girlfriends going on. She's very beautiful. Okay? okay. And apparently she's gotten away with bad behavior for years because she's a pretty girl. Oh. And so, yeah. No. And I know that because of she... my past behavior. <laughs> Mom. You're so funny. funny. No, you're so funny. You know what? Because they said something. Uba said something like, I've punched every one of my ex-boyfriends in the face. And everybody yeah, laughed yeah, I at it. smacked them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck I, that. I watched I'm I was sorry. like, Whoa, what do you mean you punch every boyfriend yeah. in the face? That's messed up. You can't punch yeah. somebody in the face. Um, it's a control thing. I'm certain of it. I like, yeah. she, I like Uba. A little bit of it. She might. Mm. No, I don't like her anymore. <laughs> there's something that there's one. The one thing that I like about Uba that I like more so than the other girls is that she's very direct, whereas they're very much 
take something to a confessional and like complain and like talk shit she's gonna say it in the moment to their faces and she's gonna also correct them on like bad behaviors because i noticed it a couple of times during the season too like there was this one episode where like sai tried to get involved and say something and uba like looked at her like dead in her face and said sai this is my business and i do not get involved in my business unless you want me to have to get you involved in my business and sai was like oh i don't want to i'm sorry about that no she stepped out yeah i agree I agree. And everybody was afraid of her. I thought that was hysterical in that last episode when everybody was like kissing her ass. I was like, oh my God, are you serious with this? Because I'll promise you, somebody get that froggy with me. Well, her and Bryn. Getting with stupid Bryn. I'm like, her oh and Brynn were like, they like got it in for off. a second. They were like fighting with one another. And Brynn's like, she's like, don't mess with down. me. I'm half black. I'm half Irish. You don't want to mess with me. Yeah. And Uba, I forgot what Uba said. She's like, she's like, half black. She's like, I'm full Somali. I'm half black. Deck your ass. I was like, whoa, <laughs> oh my God. What's yeah, going on right now? Yeah. Yeah. Those two was like, uh, but everybody wound up, you know, cowing down to her. Because she is like ten feet tall, yeah, <laughs> and could probably whip their ass. She's very, she's three. very like authoritative too. Like, yeah, yeah. I noticed yeah. that too, but I, I don't know. Like I said, I like Uba because I like her directness, and I think that that's something that they don't have yeah, on this cast. Too. Is that somebody who's going to like mm-hmm. go off like in the moment? Because you can't just have everybody who's just going to just smile at each other's faces and then Cow go down. Talk. You need yeah, to have somebody who needs oh, to be like like a dynamic person, like to throw in the mix. Because there's been many times in the season where something wrong was done and nobody said anything because they're going to go talk about it in a confessional, and she's like, "No, that's wrong. This is not how it should be." Like they would never Yeah, they were and he called them out about being a bunch of phonies. I appreciated that. I was like, oh, good to you. Yeah, and like I, I, they were talking, I forgot, I forgot what happened, but it was whenever they were talking about how Cy and Aaron kept on coming for Jessel's like relationship. And Cy and Aaron were like, yeah, that's so weird. That's so weird. And it was like, no, that's not weird. That's actually like a normal relationship. Like you don't consider your partner. Your partner isn't somebody that you own. Like it's somebody who you are alongside and like you guys work together. And like she just always, she's level-headed, but then sometimes it, she gets a little uh, hot-headed, if you know what I mean. Like yeah, she got like, in Aaron's face and like pulled her glasses off. I was like, whoa, that's a little bit. I know. Like if Aaron had any bit of that on, she'd have knocked the shit out of her. Because I'll promise you, somebody pulls something off my face like that, they're going to get smacked, smacked up for sure. Yeah. There's no way that that's going to happen to me. Yeah, I don't Especially, think Especially, that... yeah, from, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Some woman who's just like a friend of yours that you're yeah. like on vacation Some with. Some tempted tall woman. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, at that point, being a bully... Because that's how it felt. Because she's so much taller than Aaron. That's Aaron's what some people said. Little woman, you know what I mean? It's like, ooh. I'm like, come on, get a backbone. No, that's what like a lot of people said actually. Um, so yeah, that's I guess that's what went on with Uba. She there was a lot of drama in the last episode about her relationship with some guy. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. He like was. They, he didn't want to be on camera, but I guess this past week they like came out and announced who it is, and it's like some like German like finance guy. He's like good looking. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, look at her. They look like she an attractive is very couple. Very beautiful. Yeah, she's yeah. stunning. She is. Yeah, and I like her. I'm I'm sure she'll be back on next season. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I guess we can get to our last. I I think we've won. Well, no, we didn't go. We didn't talk about Bryn yet. Yeah, I can't stand Bren. You she's hate Bren. Too much. Too much. Bren she, has like chronic like sexy baby syndrome. 
I hate that. Oh, that is so cringeworthy. You said that you hate her because she has like daddy issues. Um, like, well, she does have daddy issues. That's why she, she talks to everybody so too. like flirty yeah. and like sexy. Like even she's talking to well, Andy Cohen and calling him like daddy. And yeah, stuff like and that. I'm like, really? Andy Cohen is clearly gay. He doesn't <laughs> want to be bothered, and I felt uncomfortable for him. I was like, why should he have to be sexually harassed? Because that is what it is. You can't sexually harass people that you're working with, and it just—it was very cringy. I didn't like that. That whole um, she needs to get a personality. I know what she's doing. It's her shtick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my shtick is I have a big mouth, and I'm not afraid to, to use you know, it. <laughs> fight if I have to fight. So I mean, I'm gonna—I'm not gonna back down. I'm definitely going to get my point across. But her her shtick is. You know, I'm so cute. I'm so flirty. I'm, you know, I'm just gonna like come across like I want to have sex with you, even if I don't want to have sex. Yeah, she just needs to get a personality. Yeah, I was like not into it. We also didn't find out like too much about her like love life this season. I was like curious. Like she's got this whole personality uh, personality where like she's like a sex kid or whatever. But like we didn't see her on any dates. Like she's one of the two single girls, and we didn't see her on a single date. Like that's kind of crazy. And she said she was engaged three times. Okay, there's obviously something not working there if you were engaged and never married. Yeah, well, <laughs> she says also that all time, all three times that somebody, like, tried to get engaged with her is whenever they've been broken up with her. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe that says something. I don't know. I think it's just the whole whoring herself out to everybody that talks to her, man, woman, child, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's just too too sexually charged it's not it's uncomfortable it made yeah. me uncomfortable i feel like it, I, yeah if i was talking to her in person i'd be like what are you what huh like she's very just everything's like yeah. a double entendre like yeah like yeah. does everything have to involve sex why with her why? maybe so <laughs> but why can't she just be like a regular a person you know what i mean that to me is very strange yeah. very very strange well, I think that plays into um, what we had talked about a little earlier whenever I was saying, like, I feel like they kind of, like, crafted personalities to come to, onto the show as. Like, we see yeah. her, like, she's putting that on for, like, the camera. Or maybe she's not. Maybe that's just yeah. how she is, like, in everyday life, just doing her thing. Um, <laughs> just whoring herself out left and right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I guess we'll see how it goes. We'll see how next season goes. Um, do you have any predictions for next season as far as any, like, friend? Who do you think is going to, like, be friends? Who do you think is going to fight? Do you think – do you see any possible storylines going forward? I think probably um, – what do you call it? Uh, what's her name again? Sai. Sai. And and – Uba will probably come closer together because they're the most real bitches on that whole show. Yeah. Everybody else is a bunch of phony balonies. They're the only two that really have, like, they're going to tell you to your face, oh, you're an idiot. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, there's a, they and definitely are a little bit more authentic two, than the other girls. Well, actually, no, I feel like yeah. Aaron's kind of, I feel like them and Aaron are, like, the three authentic ones, even though Aaron, like, stirs the pot a little bit too much. A bit of the look though. Emma needs to. She needs to grow some. I'm sorry. I just. She. Yeah. That whole letting Uba like rough her up, <laughs> pulling off her glasses off. I'm like, what? You're like, you don't need. Yeah. To do that. 
Oh. And I liked Aaron. I, I felt kind of bad for her when I saw that scene. I was like, damn, I could never have worked out that bad. That's just true. <laughs> and then, and then when she said that that was the worst confrontation she's ever had with somebody, like, dear God, I've had my nose broken a fist. You know what? That's like, what I said in my head. I said you're lying. You live in New York City. That is not the worst. Like you, you've probably had worse altercations on the subway than that. Like, That's what are you what talking about? Like, there is no way in hell that that was the worst altercation you could have ever had. Not growing up in New York. I'm sorry. There's no way in hell. But you know, whatever. It is what it is. Maybe she is that soft because she absolutely caved. She's you know what I mean? pretty soft, actually. Yeah, she did. As soon as like Uber got in her face, she's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not doing this. I don't know. Okay, okay, I love you. I'm sorry. I think, I think, yeah, I can see the two of them becoming friends and like maybe coming for the other girls. What I think, okay, so these are my predictions for next season. One, I don't know if we're going to get Jenna Lyons on full time. She might be either friend of or she might not even be on at all. I think two, I think two, I think that, I think that Aaron, her husband, and Bryn. Are gonna something's gonna happen between the three of them? They're gonna have a threesome. <gasps> they talked about Aaron like the whole swinger conversation. Yeah, something's gonna happen between them, and I know that they're gonna go into next season fighting about it. Um, so that's my thoughts on that. And last but not least, I think that they're gonna next season's gonna be like a sigh like redemption season. I feel like they like they put out. I think that they started it with a reunion. They're gonna like they're going to break her down next season and make her cry and like sad and like make her like try to be more like nice, but I don't know if it'll work. We'll see. Make her Okay. Like, like make her more like vulnerable and not relatable as, like, to people, more relatable to people. Cause most people can't relate to a strong woman. That's all I'm going to tell you to go through yourself or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Sure. I feel like they are, and sometimes they have to like break them down to like build them back up. So we'll see how it goes. Those are those are my <laughs> three those are my three predictions for this next season of The Real Housewives of well, New York I look City. Forward to it. Yeah, me very too. Very good, very good. You'll have to watch you it with me. We'll have fun going over the, Oh, absolutely. Maybe we'll re, we'll recap the entire season together. We'll see how it goes. Sounds like a plan, little baby. Okay, Mama. Well, I love you. Um, I guess I we can end the podcast way. now. <laughs> okay, well, I enjoyed it, and thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, thank you, and thank you to everybody for listening. If you guys already don't, be sure to check out Pop Icon Radio on Instagram, at Pop Icon Radio. And thank you so much for tuning into this series of Pop Icon Recaps. We have now, I guess, finished our first season of it. Um I'm going to be coming back with another one in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going to be covering The Idol. HBO Max is The Idol that The weekend did over the past summer. Um, so that's coming in a few weeks. And maybe you can come on for an episode then too, Mom. Sounds like a plan, honey. Actually, maybe not. That was like, it's a little bit controversial. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just kidding. But maybe, anyway. I don't think so, right? <laughs> uh, maybe we'll just do something else. But I love you and I will talk to you later, okay? I uh, love you too. Happy Tuesday. All right. Hey, happy Halloween. Oh, happy Halloween. That's right. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, Mama. Bye. Bye.